every leader has problems. Increasing your leadership intensity won't fix them in a healthy way. You need an increase of clarity. From starting businesses, leading multiple nonprofit organizations, both large and small, and a full family life, Dr. Chris McAllister learned how to shift his thinking to thrive. He will help you order your internal world so you can lead your external world. Welcome to the Site Shift Lead Podcast with Chris McAllister. All right. Um, glad to have you guys along for the ride today. My nerves are a little shot. I just got done um, doing some video game binge playing. I haven't done that in years with my kids. Uh, I haven't done it in years, but I did it with my kids this weekend some. It was rainy. And uh, man, there's something about when you're competing and you're playing in this game and you're trying to jump from ledges and it just gets your uh, nerves uh, stirred up. Oh, and so much fun. And it really ties in so much to what I wanted to chat with you guys about today. This idea that management exists because passion doesn't. When passion isn't present, you've got to add all these layers of bureaucracy and infrastructure. Not only does that apply to corporations, it applies to your life. And we're going to talk about both. Um, For so many of you, you may be in a space where you have tons of bureaucracy and infrastructure, and you really don't have a lot of choice in how your day goes. And then for some of you, you have so much choice, uh, it can be a little bit overwhelming. It's an overwhelming feeling, all that empowerment. It's like, what do I do with this time? And how do I get really focused and move my business from an, a defensive position to an offensive position and, and really get out of the trap that a lot of people get caught in and do something that differentiates and makes the biggest impact, not only on moving the mission forward, but the bottom line. So how do we get to a place where we don't have to have lots of bureaucracy and infrastructure uh, for our lives, for the ventures that we're leading? Look, in managing a lot of employees, uh, I can tell you that, uh, gosh, probably 10 years of just a lot of day in and day out of that, I found if it wasn't something they were passionate about, I had to add more reward punishment layers, more structured layers of um, systems. And I'm not saying systems aren't important. We like systems. They help us. I love building routines and flow to my life, to my calendar. Uh, As organizations develop, there are layers that need to be added that help everything stay focused so it doesn't drift. But here's the thing, and it goes back to uh, Dan Pink. Uh, work that he did called Drive. It was a study that they found that everybody wants three things in their work. They want autonomy, mastery, and meaning. They want their work to have meaning, to contribute to a larger purpose. They want to be able to master a skill that they're passionate about growing in. And they want autonomy. They want freedom to structure how they grow in that. So that's what we all want. And so much of the process that is overlooked in how people develop, how they become truly aware of what their passion is. And this isn't just like wispy uh, romanticism with your work. You just got to find your passion. No, no, no. This is the fact that you're going to gravitate towards your desires. And if you don't get to live those out, you're going to be like so many people who are angry and unfulfilled. So here's the, here's the process, the way it works, and this is what people skip over so often. You've got to figure out you. 
If you can't figure out you, you're never going to have that sense of awareness where this is what my desires are. And I need to let my desires rage. I need to figure out, yeah, I might be in a job where I don't get to structure a lot of my time the way I want to, but I want to think through the margins. I may even have family commitments and I don't even have a lot of margin there, but I want to build a routine around my passions. Um, So you see, I said that word routine. I'm not saying I'm anti uh, structure and system where you just wake up and you got to go, ah, I'm just going to go wherever I float. No, I'm going to build the routines around my passions. Um, Recently we moved and I've loved trail running for the last uh, couple years but we're farther from a trail that I just really loved, really a few trails. And so I tried road running around here and uh, it just isn't working for me for a number of reasons. Uh, The way the road crowns, I can't really run in the middle, the traffic. And so I've changed my morning routine up and I'm hitting up a gym that has a sauna that 200 degrees for 20 minutes. It gives me that feeling of like going out for a six mile run in the heat. And I'm doing some other things uh, fitness-wise, but I've tried to figure out what am I passionate about, where do I want to be, and how do I structure around that? So for so many people, they're trying to impose something they really don't want to do on themselves because they're not in touch with who they are. They don't know how to let their desires rage. Uh, So they may do that with their fitness. They may do that with diet. They may do that with work. There's a ton of different ways to do things. Everybody's trying to oftentimes sell what they think you should do. Before I buy a book on Amazon, I'll search in the word search how many times they use the word should. Because I want to know if they found something that worked and then they're trying to push that on me or they found something that worked and they're going to teach me the bigger ideas and principles behind it. Uh, And the best books don't have lots of shoulds in them, uh, if any. So... I kind of gave a little should there. (laughs) See how this works? It gets complex. We just broke the matrix. Uh, But here's the idea, and here's what I'm saying. Everybody finds what works for them, and if it's really successful, then if they can't teach people the bigger principles and ideas behind it, they're going to limit the people that they're helping to the pathway they found. What is awesome about life and so empowering is when you find your path, when you figure out who you are, when you're free of the pressure around you that says you need to live your life a certain way, and you're going to have that pressure. It's just finding an internal core that's strong enough to not be dictated by it. But when you get free of that external pressure, when you get free of that internal pressure, the shame, all these things that we talk about over and over, go back and listen to the first 12. When you get free of that and you learn who you are and you learn what's at the core of your desires, even if you don't have time to live out everything that you want to right now as you want to, because that's true for everybody. Um, You know, we all have constraints that can open up innovations. But what you get to get in touch with and, 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 and know, this is who I am, and this is what I want, and this is what I want to build around. So I'm going to build a flow to my week, and I'm going to think through it. How do I want my morning to look that sets up my day? How do I want to structure my week so that I've got time for things that I don't want to do? Maybe running errands or admin stuff or uh, just things that pop up in the normal rhythm of a young family. I'm going to have time in my week for that so I don't get irritated and uptight, but I'm going to have time to create stuff and I'm going to have time to uh, move things forward. And it's going to be built around desire. Now, sometimes it's getting in touch with that desire in a way that's beyond 
I could say I love helping people figure out who they are apart from what they do, and, and, and I love that. I could jump in the immediate desire of that and just help people all day, every day, but not actually build things that are developing the business or creating the infrastructure or developing future streams or channels of influence where I want to spread this message. Well, when I'm in touch with my desires, I understand I'm doing this work that I love doing, but I also want to think about ways to do it at a scale that's beyond what's happening now. So the desires could be competing within me. Hey, it's Wednesday. I'm going to go do coaching meetings and and have an absolute blast. And it's uh, going to be very fulfilling. And then Thursday hits. And I need to do some work where I keep my butt in the seat and create some content. And the immediate gratification may be a lot stronger from a desire standpoint if I just say, I'm going to fill up my day with meetings again and hang out and help people. But I'm going to miss out on a long-term desire that I have, which is uh, some family goals, some financial goals, some business goals. If you want to get into the depth of that, go back to the episode, Write a New Ending. When you figure out how you want to end, you can really learn where you want to begin and what you want to go after. Let the desires rage. So whether you're in layers of bureaucracy, whether you feel trapped with so many failed attempts uh, at structuring all kinds of good habits that you'd like to build into your life, Learn who you are, learn what you want, let the desires rage, and build the systems and routines around that. Hey, thanks for being along. Have an awesome week. Peace. This has been The Sight Shift, lead podcast with Chris McAllister. Thank you for listening.